Welcome to episode 87 of Kyperian Commentary. The goal of Kyperian Commentary is to create a generation of thinkers who challenge the tragedy of the cosmos through the lens of God's comedy in history. God is a wildly playful God who delights in his children. And as such, he equips us, equips his saints to bring dominion over all things. We further, we embrace Kuiper's vision when he said the following, and I think this is very pertinent for our time. Kuiper wrote, when principles that run against your deepest convictions begin to win the day, then battle is your calling and peace has become sin. You must, he says, at the price of dearest peace, lay your convictions bare before friend and enemy with all the fire of your faith. That is such a compelling argument for our day. And in our day, our war is against principalities and powers in high political places. We do not want woke theology to define the church. We want an awakened theology that shapes the church through the lens of the mission of God in history to shape history into his own heavenly domain. And anytime at Kuiperian over the years, as someone is eager to make that happen practically, we're excited to make it visible. And today we are delighted to have Jonathan Anderson with us. He is the executive director at the Cornerstone Work and Worldview Institute. And we want to talk about this fine new work in the kingdom. Jonathan, how are you? I'm good. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's uh, a great privilege to be able to discuss the work that we're going to be doing here. Fantastic. I'm excited to talk to you, my brother. First and foremost, uh, tell us, uh, when did the idea of the Cornerstone work and Worldview Institute, when, when, was, the, when was the seed planted for, for such a labor? Um, it was, it's been uh, planted for a while in the, the brains of several men who have a desire to uh, create an opportunity for this type of work we're doing, where we're integrating a Trinitarian worldview with vocational competencies. Uh, so several years ago, um, Roy Atwood, as well as some other members of uh, Cornerstone Reformed Church in Carbondale, Illinois, as well as uh, the pastor here, Bill Smith, uh, started thinking about ways of ways in which to help develop young people in uh, those very areas so that they would be able to grow and mature in their faith, but also be prosperous in vocational in their vocations that the Lord has called them to, whatever they may be, so that they would be able to help prosper the communities in which they're situated and be faithful members of Christ's church. So that's kind of where the history of this uh, rests. That is, that's fantastic. I, I've seen a a kind of proliferation of alternative visions for academics in the last few years. We have some uh, some universities and colleges that we really respect that have been doing some great work. And I'm aware that their population has increased, sometimes even doubled. And that's just a good sign that I think people are grasping that the, that the game is a lot more intense than it was 20, 30 years mm -hmm. ago. And so you're seeing this commitment to more of a concrete and objective vision rather than that kind of uh, flexibleness that has damaged the church over the years. So with a with the Cornerstone Institute, what is the, how would you summarize the mission of the Institute at, at this point as in the, the infancy of this organization? Yeah, uh, our mission is basically to build kingdom culture in the workplace 
by equipping Christian students with a Trinitarian worldview and the vocational competencies to be able to be successful in their uh, vocation that God's called them to. And as you mentioned, there are a lot of great institutions already there. And our desire is not to compete with them or to be a replacement for them, but to be in another alternative for Christians to have so that we can continue building Christ's kingdom and Christ's church by providing various opportunities to meet all the different needs that the saints have. Mm. Has, uh, this is just a, a curiosity of mine, has COVID sort of accelerated the need for an institute like this? In other words, if COVID had not happened, if we had not undergone this uh, emotional political turmoil, which ultimately that's what it is, uh, would the institute have had begun this early? Or um, did, did, did COVID simply say, my goodness, what this season is revealing is that we desperately need this institute and therefore you guys have accelerated plans and behold. Uh, yes, I would say that with, uh, with what has happened over the last year related to COVID, it has uh, accelerated the plans and revealed a lot of areas in which this institute can provide uh, a foundational way of thinking about uh, the Christian faith and work, as well as providing the necessary skills for uh, students to be able to be involved in the workplace through uh, engaging with uh, employers and inter uh, under internship and discipleship and vocational mentors. So this has really created an opportunity for that, as well as, as, well as opening up uh, businesses to the idea of uh, work from home opportunities and the need for skilled laborers who take serious their work and want to do it with excellence and want to do it with care. And so I think this is really, really a prime time for this to be a successful uh, work. All right. I'm very, very excited for you guys. So there are obviously, as we mentioned, some uh, great programs. There's some good um, gap year programs. You're probably aware of it. Uh, my friend, Dr. John Hodges does something like that. Yep. Uh, tell us what's unique about this program. What's what's it going to look like? Yeah. But so the program uh, will be full-time uh, for full-time students. It's a three-year program Okay. Uh, that will be over the year uh, in four terms. So starting in October and sort of working through the church calendar. So starting October, you're going to have uh, Trinity uh, Advent term, which will be 11 weeks. Then you'll have a break for Christmas. Then you'll come back for an Epiphany term, then an Easter break, then come back for a resurrection term. Oh, man, I'm sold already. And then Pentecost term, and then have a couple, five weeks off, and then you start your next year. And the first year is going to be primarily focused with your course modules. It's going to be more heavily focused on that. So you're going to have more of your worldview. So, um, you know, first year you're going to have an intro to Christian theology and biblical interpretation, as well as, you know, uh, English composition and, and various things so that you can be successful, create a good foundation, and then uh, start your internship. So it's going to start with fewer hours a week. And then the second year, you're going to have less course modules, more interning. And then the third year will have relatively little course modules with focusing on those job uh, on skill training. 
And throughout the program, you're also going to have uh, mentorship, both on spiritual and vocational. So you'll have a vocational mentor as well as a spiritual mentor to help build not only your spiritual faith and life and help reach maturity by developing the skills to uh, make your faith real, make it uh, applied in both life in the church and then in the workplace, and then a vocational mentor to help you really see how that works on the ground and get their insight on how they've been successful as integrating their faith and their work and uh, how they uh, work to maintain integrity uh, and their Christian witness while they are doing their vocation. So that's kind of what the program looks like. Um, okay. That is overview. Uh, yeah, no, very helpful. Thank you for that. I'm hoping those who are listening to Kuiper and get a good, a good grasp of that. And we'll, we'll put some links out in the end and uh, share the website and all that information. But that seems like in many ways, uh, this is not innovative vision. This is a, a fairly biblical astute vision. You're putting godly man to mentor younger man. It seems so um, biblical that you wonder why this is such a rare vision. And I think the the rarity of it is that people have assumed that individuals who gain certain academic credentials are necessarily equipped to function in the real world. And I think the reason such institutes are necessary is because that has not proven to be the case, is that we find people who are getting ridiculous degrees and who are absolutely, that I think in many ways my 10-year-old can probably perform better in terms of um, accountability and a sense of conviction in what they're doing and a God-honoring desire to participate in the activities of whatever work and bring the honor to God. And so what we're seeing is the academy has failed. Therefore, institutes like these are, are necessary. So I'm assuming, Josh, that um, we're looking at what? Uh, so about 2026, this project will finally make it live to the world. When is this thing going to start? <laughs> Actually, uh, we will be starting this fall, uh, so October of 2021. Fantastic. And, uh, we'll, we'll be starting with uh, if, uh, for on-site in Carbondale, Illinois. That's where we will have on-site instruction. But it's not limited to being locally uh, situated here in the Carbondale area. We'll also be able to uh, implement any online uh, learners that want to do it remotely. And then what we'll try to do in those situations, especially for those that want to do full-time, try to work with their churches, uh, their pastors, anyone within their congregation who will be able to provide the spiritual oversight for them, as well as if they have any jobs or aspirations, try to link them up with someone that they can intern with. And um, so that's when we will be starting and where. One time I interviewed Doug Wilson and he was telling me. Um, how many, what the percentage nationwide of, of women were going to college. And it was a fairly small number. And he said, by the grace of God, that number will decrease. <laughs> and I, I thought to myself, what an interesting perspective. There are a lot of people who think that college is the salvation, is the telos of, of a human existence, right? And so what is that the case? Do people, um, is this a substitute for college or is this an alternative to those uh, institutions that think that the only way to make it through life is through a, through a college degree? How do, how do you navigate this here? Who would be good prospective students for such an endeavor? 
A good prospective student is someone who understands that God calls them uh, to faithfulness in all areas. And so they want to be able to uh, think rightly. So they want to basically fulfill Paul's exhortation in Romans 12 to present their bodies as a living sacrifice, uh, holy and pleasing to him. And then also to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of their mind. They want to think rightly and then also be able to offer with unclean, uh, with clean hands what they have for the Lord. So to be able to present themselves before him acceptable. So those are the students that we're wanting, those who understand that the faith is calling them to be diligent in their vocations. And they recognize that they need a good biblical foundation for that. As you said, we're, we're not a college, so we're not going to be offering any degrees. Our credentials will be that they are faithful in God's kingdom and that they will be able to stand firm when they are challenged in their faith so that they can testify to the faithfulness of Christ on their behalf. Mm. Well, that sounds like a good work. And I think um, there are a lot of people probably listening to Kyperion and thinking, we have some additional monies that we want to invest in a good cause, and we have lost hope in the traditional ways of pursuing education or pursuing wisdom, because that's ultimately, universities have sort of presented themselves as the bastions of wisdom, and now they are the bastions of stupidity in many ways. So there are a lot of people, I'm hoping a lot of um, uh, wealthy saints are out there saying, where can I invest my money for the cause of the kingdom, the kinds of investments that would not return void? And um, how can people how can people go ahead and support uh, the work of Cornerstone? Yes, uh, my uh, one of the main ways and uh, which we will never be successful is unless people pray. We need prayer. Uh, we need people to invest and consider and remember us and lift us up before the Lord that our work would be prosperous, that the Lord would prosper the work of our hands. And in addition to that, as you mentioned, kingdom work can't be done without financial assistance. So we need people to be able to partner with us, to be donors, to uh, support us. And I can provide you the information that you can put in the link. Uh, cornerstonework.org is our website. Um, go there and be able to reach out to us and we'll be able to provide information on how to donate. And then also another great way is to partner with the work, whether you're a church or a ministry or a business. If you want to, if you have a business owner and you can provide opportunities for students, we'd love to work with you. If you could provide, uh, be a mentor because you have uh, 30 years of experience as a, as a business owner, uh, or you have worked in this skill for 30 years or you know, you have expertise that you want to be able to offer. Those are the ways in which you can partner with us. And so those are uh, that I would recommend going to our website and filling out an interest form or contacting us for additional steps. Fantastic. Uh, business owners, small business owners, I hope you've heard that and are taking good notes in this interview. This is the kind of reciprocal work that can be really beneficial. You, yes. you invest, you pour your heart into these young men and whomever, and they might be the ones who will be leading your business one day. And you want to invest in ethical image bearers, 
And uh, this is a great opportunity. Jonathan Anderson is the executive director at the Cornerstone Work and Worldview Institute. Uh, Jonathan, the Lord bless you and your endeavors. And I will be praying that God would bring great prosperity to this good work. Thanks for joining us at Kyperian Commentary. Thank you for the opportunity. Lord be with you. And also with you. <laughs>